The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I heard the story this last Friday night. <laughs> so I never shared it before because I never heard it before. I was at a bar mitzvah. I was at a bar mitzvah of a close friend of mine, Rabbi Yaakov and Chami Elbogen, who made a bar mitzvah of their son, Elio Shraga Shlita. And there was a guest who came from here to solve for the bar mitzvah. His name is Rabbi Yankel Grossman. Yankel Grossman is a Kayyid. He grew up in Bate Varsha in Jerusalem, together with his brother, Rabbi Yitzchak David Grossman from Migdalaim, Migdalar, with their father in Bate Varsha, Bistra Grossman, Rosh Hashiva of Karlin, a big gun, a big Talmud Chacham. And Rabbi Yankel Grossman tells me, Amaisa, that he saw with his own eyes. He said it was 1980. And he came for one year to learn by the Lubavitcher Rebbe in Taim Chetmimim in Brooklyn, the Crown Knight section of Brooklyn. He learned there as a yeshiva bacher for a year, one year before he got married. And he says it was Friday night, late Friday night, midwinter, beginning of 1980. And those of you who know the cold winter nights of New York City, <laughs> with the wind, with the wind blowing, the temperature could sometimes go to 10, 20 below zero. He says it was such a night. Rabbi Yankel told me, to me, it felt 30 below zero. <laughs> Whether it was 30, it was 20, it was 15. It was Friday night. He says it wasn't just cold. It wasn't just cold. You stood a few minutes outside and you felt that you can't take it anymore. He says it was late at night. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe came out of his room in shul where he would sit and learn Friday night late and he was walking home. The Rebbe would walk home very quietly himself. It was not a, he didn't like fanfare and drama, but there were three boys who on their own would walk far away from the Rebbe at a distance, just, you know, so the Rebbe shouldn't be alone late at night, walk alone in the street. So they would walk behind him, but it was a pretty significant distance. The Rebbe wasn't dressed for the weather. He didn't have a scarf. He didn't have earmuffs. He didn't have gloves. No air over there. He had his kapata, his bekisha, and he had a simple wool coat and his hat. He says he walked out. It was so cold, he says. He tells me 30 below zero. And he was one of the boys who was walking behind. The Rebbe would walk home. It was a nice walk. It was from Eastern Parkway and Kingston Avenue to President between Brooklyn and New York Avenue, if you know the geography of Brooklyn. He says, in the middle of the way, a woman walks over to the Lubavitcher Rebbe. And it's late at night, so there's nobody there. There's no Gaboyim, there's no assistants, there's no Meshamshim, nobody to run the show. And she starts talking to the Rebbe. And he tells me, Yankel tells me, a half an hour. Half an hour. I felt so bad. It was so cold. But she was talking. She was asking this and asking that. And the Rebbe spoke to her outside Friday night on the way home, late at night, for a half an hour. And the bathroom, he says, we're quite upset. <laughs> quite upset. And when she was to finish, we would give her a piece of our mind right, with no holds bars. Tell her exactly what we think about her behavior. First of all, it's Friday night. The Rebbe's on the way home to his wife. They didn't have children. The Rebbe would eat himself with his wife, Rebbe Sanchayim Mushka, for decades. I don't know if you know, that's interesting. There was no tish. There was no pavreng. And Friday night was the Rebbe and his wife alone for decades. 
I mean, there was a relative would sometimes come very rarely. There were not many relatives who survived. So that's first of all. Second of all, the weather. The weather. He wasn't 20 years old. He was a man. He was almost 80 years old. And a year earlier, 77, he suffered a mat, double massive heart attack. What you call menstrual guy. The weather was freezing. And the Rebbe wasn't dressed. He wasn't in a down coat with one of the Ukrainian fur hats, you know, that go down with, with three scarves, with air muffs, with uh, nothing. With Uggs. No, Ugg, no Uggs. I don't know if you know, he had torn shoes. It was not, uh, he had torn shoes. You could see the socks on the back. The shoes were torn. He tells me the Bachrim were very upset. A half an hour or at least it seemed like a half an hour to him, I should say. I don't know if it was exactly a half an hour. Finally, she finished talking. And they thought, okay, what, what do you say? Baruch Shepatrani, right? Baruch Shepatrani. And the Rebbe would walk home and go to his Rebetzin. And the woman starts walking towards them. And suddenly they see the Rebbe is not walking. He turns around and he's staring at her and at them. Waits till she passes them. Now, of course, they're not going to scream at her in the presence of the Rebbe because he told me he was looking at us. Looking at us. Very, very focused eyes. And he waited till she passed us. So Rabbi Grotzman tells me, Yankel tells me, he says, Rabbi Jacobson, I thought she's going to pass us and he's going to walk home. But I knew that the Rebbe was afraid, justifiably, that we're going to go after her. And we are going to give her such rebuke and musr. He said, so the Rebbe stood and did not move and waited and waited and waited until she got to her house. He couldn't catch up to her. She walked and walked and walked. He says, I don't know if it was a half a mile or a mile. He just waited and looked. Maybe he also waited for her to get home because of other reasons, maybe because of the hour at night. When she was completely gone from our eyesight and we could not catch up to her and he felt she was safe, he turned around and he went home and we followed him. A little story, but it teaches you so much, my dear friends, about what Torah does to a person. What a Ben Torah is and what a Bas Torah is. These small little moments, it teaches you that the foundation of foundations is menschlichkeit, empathy, love, affection, sensitivity, connection. And the more religious, the more sensitive, the more God-fearing, the more empathetic, the more frum, the more you see godliness in every person. And in every situation. This is the Derech Eretz that Chazal say. It's not just the introduction for Torah. But it imbues Torah with the divine dignity. That we, the nation that was given the Torah, ought to introduce to ourselves, our homes, our community, the world at large. Until that moment, when this truth will emerge in its full glory. The oneness that connects all of us and connects the whole world. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.